It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody, welcome back to Jet Bets, the gambling podcast. I'm Brian Stein. I'm JB. I'm Charlie. And it's almost time. We're recording on August 18th, Thursday, August 18th. We're a day later than usual. We apologize for that, but schedules are a bitch. We are currently recording while the, the first preseason game of week two is going on. We've had a pretty good preseason, all things considered. Week one, I think, I think. Picks that we put out, whether on the podcast, on the Twitterverse, on the YouTube verse, went like seven and one, I think. So we're these guys pre- had to convince me. They had to convince me to start betting on the preseason. I went three and zero. Oh. I, I, I started tweeted, off small. I started off small. I did three bets. Went three and zero. Oh, so you guys I, might be on something. I don't know why I had to sell you on it. You, out of the three of us, spend the most time looking at these the depths of these rosters especially on the defensive side, which I feel like is another huge edge that we didn't even think about. So the fact that I had to you know, twist your arm and have you kick it and scream and I, to, to I, make bets is, is astronomically I the defense surprising. guy, but I don't know every defensive second team guy. I'm pretty sure you do. You just don't know you do. Let's start with a little bit of preseason uh, week one review. Basically, let's just talk about how good the Steelers looked. Where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> that was the highest scoring game of the week, right? Uh, I think th- I, it was like thirty-five to twenty-eight. I so think. the overs were all like the overs were hitting like mad in week one of the preseason. I think so. Um, yeah, it was quite a quite quite a game. Charlie, what were your what, what was your favorite part of the Steelers preseason game? The win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even uh, though it didn't matter, the thing that probably mattered the least. <laughs> winning always matters. I don't care what you say. Winning always matters. But you obviously, I think the obvious answer, well, maybe not. I changed my mind. I really liked uh, seeing what George Pickens was able mm-hmm. to do. Pickens and Pickett is not going to be confusing at all. Pickett to Pickens. It's gonna, Touchdown, uh, it's gonna, Steelers. We're going to hear it soon. You know it's coming. For years uh, to come, Bobby Andy is pumped, yeah, like, ready for that. Come. He's chomping at the bitch. Put it in my that. veins. Yeah. yeah. Nice P to P in the V. I th- <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what did you just say? Uh, Pickens to pick. You're, you're, you're getting muted. Pickens to Pickens two minutes in the veins. What are you thinking of? Uh, I I think George Pickens was the most exciting part. I would argue the second best part was Jalen Warren. I was just gonna say that we were talking about that off off air. Where is he from? Oklahoma State. Is he a rook? I he is a rookie. He's a undrafted oh. free agent. I think I want to say he's a greenhorn, as they say. Well, what's his name again? Jalen Warren. Yep. Pretty sure Oklahoma State. I think it was something like that. He was catching balls out of the air. He was running people over. He was doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I I thought. I mean, they already said he's already supplanted Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. I was right. Yeah, he's five eight two fifteen. You have a whole laptop and a whole setup over there, and Charlie found it faster on a phone. I I googled the wrong name. Way to go. Uh, yeah, I thought he was great. I'm glad to see somebody competent behind Benny Snell. Even McFarland looked good. He had a couple of big runs. But With the first-teamers, too, by the way. So, what you said earlier is interesting. 
And I think the overs in the second week of the preseason are kind of reflecting how much scoring was going was, on. Yeah. Are we going to continue seeing if we can ride out this over streak? Or do we want to – are we like – now that the adjustments are made, we might be staying away a little bit. I'm staying away from, from a lot of totals. Um, I My new strategy this year is to fade the trends. So, like, last – we did this – once we start diving into the games, right, we go, oh, the over's hitting seven of the last ten games. Well, water finds its level – that means it's time for the under. Oh. So that's going to be my mentality for this year. And I did that a little bit with some of these preseason totals. That doesn't sound fun. That w- <laughs> well, that that particular one doesn't sound fun. But what if I told Giants you- have lost 10 games in a row. They're due for one, baby. <laughs> Water finds its level. So, yeah, I think they're going to come more back down to earth. I think it'll be closer to the 50-50 that, that we expect it to be. But, yeah, week one has been fun. Uh, if, you, if you're trying to scratch that itch for gambling, check out JetBets, the gambling podcast on Twitter, at JetBetsGamble. Check out our YouTube channel, Jet Bets the Gambling Podcast. Um, we'll be talking about – we'll get more one-off picks here. Uh, before the actual NFL season starts, we will uh, strictly be focusing on totals and fun stuff here uh, in the NFL leading up to the actual week one. So with that, let's talk a little bit about the week uh, – or sorry, the NFC and AFC South. So that's going to be our focus for today's episode. We're going to talk about – the Titans, Colts, Jags, Texans, and the Buccaneers, Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. Somebody pick a division. AFC or NFC? Like AFC. We always start AFC. Always start AFC. I agree. I agree. This is probably the, the weirdest one because I don't think there's really a clear winner here. So let's start with the Titans since they did win that division and, and were actually the first seed in the AFC last year, weren't they? <laughs> Which is kind of crazy to think about. But their total right now is over nine and a half games. That's juiced a bit to plus 115. Do you have your strength of schedule button in front of you, JB? I do not. <laughs> Give me a couple seconds. Okay, I will. But so obviously they lost A.J. Brown on the offense. They drafted Traylon Burks to try and make that replacement happen. What's his face? Derrick Henry is back. So I think that you know they're expecting him to return to form. But... I'm not so sure. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is is great here. The under feels pretty natural for me, but I'm curious to see what the what the strength of schedule is as we as the kind of the the Titans are twenty are twenty one, so they have so they they are one of the harder schedules. Okay, one of the harder schedules. Yeah, I think the under really makes sense here. This division is just really wonky. I I I think the I think the two bottom teams are going to take a big step forward this year with the the Jags and the Texans. So I think just naturally you're going to see the, the the Titans come down just a hair. But curious to hear Charlie's thoughts here. I like the over at plus one fifteen. I like I like the to odds. Get, I should say to get to double digits. Yes, I just went through their schedule. I officially write it down. I officially have them going nine and eight. But obviously, it can go either way. I would. This is going to sound stupid. <laughs> how their season goes depends a lot on how the Colts' season goes. Very true. Yeah, I, I don't think that sounds weird at all. Well, I mean, it's like, duh, no, no, it's no crap, Charlie. But I feel better about the Colts and their new pieces than I do about the Titans because the Titans lost one of the best receivers ever. Mm-hmm. Well, in the league, I should say. Derrick Henry is another year older, another year more miles. too. Yeah. Coming off an injury. He has a very, from what I read, he has a small bone injury in his foot, which is super easy to re-aggravate. Really? Yes. That's what I've been reading. That scares me a lot. Right. So I'm going to take the under, although I think that if you took the over at plus 115, you wouldn't be a complete idiot. Yeah, I think the value is there, but I, I'm with you there. I'm going to probably ride the under here. Yeah, I'm going to – that will be a sweep for me. It's just they have, they've they basically just recycled a whole new receiving core. I still think Den- Derrick Henry's the man. Freaks do freak things, like come back from big injuries. Uh, but the defense doesn't excite me. The offensive line doesn't really do a whole lot for me. The wide receivers are new. They're good wide receivers, but – yeah, Bobby Trees is there, Robert yep. Woods. Yeah. Every time you said Bobby Trees for like a year and a half, I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? It's such a cool name, Bobby Trees. Robert Woods. I think that, it stinks. I, oh, I, I think it's a cool name. I, I have to admit, I'm just very confused. 
doesn't take much to confuse me. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about the losses, right? You know, AJ Brown, Julio, who even though they didn't do much, a lot of lot of other defensive players. They lost to Norris Jenkins, um, and yeah, the people they added back are like Robert Woods, Austin Hooper, um, and then guys like Traylon. They drafted Roger McCurry, a cornerback. Not there's. I look at this and say, what what is going to will this team to victory? And the answer is probably Derrick Henry. But I don't. I think there's too much talent in this division now for just the running back to make that move. I personally will be fading Derrick Henry in all my fantasy drafts. He's officially on my do not draft list. Me too. Uh, I'm the only one on this. You bet on the freaks, guys. You bet on the freaks. Yeah, Go but, ahead. W- when he misses nine games, don't come crying to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaks with 100,000 miles on them still have 100,000 miles. I'm on also them. fading Christian McCaffrey. Are you? Oh, yeah, I won't touch him. The thing. He's been hurt the last two years. We're going for upside. What about fantasy, water finding though? its level? Not in the first three picks. Water doesn't find its level when we're talking about McCaffrey human beings too. and their physical health. But human beings are 80% water. That is, that's mathematically correct. <laughs> but, yeah, he's on my I have an extensive list. Those two are probably at the top. Dude, so you did your first, uh, you, you told us you did your first mock draft. I did my first mock draft on Fantasy Pros. And uh, I auto, I randomized my draft order. I was picking sixth out of twelve, and my team will not lose a game. <laughs> Playing against the computers. Yes, I uh, love it. We have a draft in two weeks. You we do. I. We do. JB and I have two drafts this weekend. It is that it's time of year. It's that time of year. We're busy bees. Anything else on the Titans? I feel like this is like the least fun team to talk about here because. They just lost a lot of pieces, and I don't think they're going to be as good as they have been. I'm also – we could transition with this. I'm super on the Colts this year. I am I'm ve- too. I am very interested in the Colts this year. They were so close to it in last year, and then Carson Wentz took a big old dump on the field against the Jags in the last week. Matt Ryan is a much more consistent quarterback. I think they hit on a w- rookie wide receiver that's going to contribute early. They have decent people on the defense. I think Quiddy Pay is a good young player. I think Bobby Okarike is a good young player. They have DeForest Buckner, Yannick Ngakwe, Shaq Leonard. Stephon Gilmore. Bob yeah, Sanders. Gilmore. I, forgot, I forgot to mention Stephon Gilmore. I think Did this you is say pretty... Bob Seeger. Bob Sanders. Oh, Bob Sanders. I, I think this is a <laughs> Dwight Freeney. And this is still probably, if not anything, the, Dallas be- Clark. Like, the best offensive line in the league. So, yeah. I know they had the problems at right tackle, but it's one spot. I just really like the Colts this year. I'm taking the over at nine and a half. Yeah, it, the nine and a half is the over. Minus they have one. the third easiest strength of schedule this year. Third, third. Yeah, that's an easy over. It minus one sixty of the odds. So it's the you know they're expected to get to ten. I really lines. think they're going to get to double digits. So if it, they just gave me a ten flat line, I think I would still take it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can juice that up to get like even money or something like mm-hmm. that, or, or closer to minus one ten. I'm taking the over too. Matt Ryan, I think, is a game changer here. I, he's still miles ahead of whatever Carson Wentz was last year. Both of his ankles are not broken. You know, he had a down year last year without Julio with, you know, Calvin Ridley not doing things like it. it, it, He's coming into a really good offense with a great running back, maybe the best running back in the league. JB's already hinted to Alec Pierce, the rookie wide receiver who's already standing out. I think he's, he's going to hit early and produce early. Michael Pittman's great. I think that offense is really good. And that defense is just enough that, yeah, I feel really good about this over. Yeah, and it's the like the AFC is super cutthroat this year, except this division. Yeah, this is the one division where it's this like, is like, <laughs> like basically to get to the like the easiest way to get to the playoffs in the AFC this year is winning your division, and they have the easiest division to win. I agree. I don't think they win a playoff game, but I think they win their division. And if they got lucky with a ra- with whoever gets in the wild card role, like maybe I could see it. But mm-hmm. I, I really like the Colts this year. I'm not saying Matt Ryan's about to have that Super Bowl he he lost, but he's an MVP, former MVP. People forget. Is. Charlie, what are your thoughts? I'm going to do a, a verbal meme here for the Ooh, audience. I love verbal memes. Verbal meme, Spider-Man meme. Uh-huh. A Matt Ryan in a Colts jersey, <laughs> pointing at Matt Stafford in a Rams jersey. Oh. Oh. That's high. There's a there's a lot of similarities here. Wow. Years and years Stafford spent in Detroit. He was very very good. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have 
enough to get over that hump. Also in a brutal division, like brutal tough division. division. Mm-hmm. He all, it takes one year. He goes gets McVay. He gets some pieces on defense and obviously offense. Wins Super Bowl. Okay. Now I'm not saying the Colts are going to win the Super Bowl, but think about the similarities. He gets an absolute horse in Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. When did he last have a, like a top tier running back in Atlanta? Michael Turner. I was going to say they, he they was good for really good, 18 months. <laughs> I was going to say if you combined both the time with uh, Deontay Foreman and Tevin Coleman, no. like that was pretty. Not solid. Deontay no. Foreman or Deontay. Sorry, darn it. Deontay Foreman. Who was it? It was Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman. Thank you. Matt Ryan, for years, he had Julio. Uh, Matt Stafford, for years, he had Calvin, Calvin Johnson. Ooh. Now he comes into a Colts team with some young buck receivers ready to go. Mm-hmm. Rejuvenate, give him a new life. He might start wearing like flat brim hats. He's going to start dressing like a 22-year-old. <laughs> He's going to get a found a youth in Indianapolis these Colts are going to be dangerous. Yeah. Give me the over. I, yeah, I, I, I even really like this continuation even more. I mean, they're both new teams with blue jerseys. Okay, the color scheme. Color scheme is big. Cooper Cup and Alec Pierce have a lot in common. I feel like. Oh, come on! Here we go. The way oh, they, <laughs> the way they play the game, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> they're both very scrappy, crisp Although route one, runners. Uh, Stafford went from cold to warm. Uh, Matt Ryan's going from warm to cold, ish. But Indy plays in a dome, don't they? They do play in a dome. Okay, so never mind. Basically, basically warm to warm. Yeah, this is an easy over. There's a reason why it's 160. I I feel super good about this. I love this over. It's it's super super good. This would be like the one if I were to like put a like a future bet in. For who's going to win the division, that would be this one. And we'll talk about the division odds here in a minute. Don't don't jump the gun just yet. We're getting better here. These odds are getting a little bit smoother. The Jags, their total is six and a half wins. The over is plus 115. JB, what's the strength of schedule? Let's see here. The Jaguars are 12. So they have a relatively easier middle schedule. Of the, middle of the pack, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So obviously we it's all new, right? Doug Peterson's first year. They're picking up the pieces of what Urban, Urban Meyer dropped off. The offensive coordinator's name is Press Taylor. P-R-E-S-S is his first name. I did not know that. Nice. I, I don't even know. I've never heard that person. Mike Caldwell, defense coordinator. That's great. I think their biggest loss really was Miles Jack to the Steelers. Yeah, other than other than that, you know, Andrew Norwell was an old guard, but I think he was still pretty good. But um, bringing in Christian Kirk, adding Trayvon Walker in the first round, Devin Lloyd in the first round. There's some really there's some good pieces here. Travis Etienne will be playing and will be healthy this year. I really kind of like this over. I'm actually that's what I was picking. I'm picking the over. I really think that like. Second year Trevor Lawrence with getting Travis Etienne back. Like, even just, let's just say this. Christian Kirk got overpaid, but he is significantly better than whatever they had last year. Yeah. So they had to give him the money. It's like in Madden, when you know that that guy isn't coming, you have to overpay the heck out of him. That's what they did with Christian Kirk. Yeah. So I really think Trevor Lawrence is going to make significant steps. And I like this number because even at 7 and 10, that's nowhere close to getting there, but it shows enough improvement where mm-hmm. it seems realistic. So here's something I didn't realize. So I was looking at their schedule now. Brutal. So it's funny. So that he said the 12th, but so they have the whole AFC West. So they're coming up against the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos. Yeah. All powerhouses. But they also get the NFC East, which is probably the easiest division in football with the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Commanders. So I like that I said Commanders naturally. That felt good. Nice. And then they're the the teams that are outside of the conferences. They're playing the Jets. That should that's that's a winnable game. The Ravens are tough, and then the Lions. So, if I'm counting, if I say they beat who they're supposed to be, if they beat the Giants, they beat the Commanders, they beat the Jets, they beat the Texans once, and then the Lions. It's it's close, but mm. I I think that they can sneak out a couple of these wins. 
You're you're not so much you're not as sold on the over here. You're no. worried about the schedule. Zero percent convinced that they can win more than five games. Five games. I don't think that not yet. They're not ready yet. They're not ready. This hodgepodge of basically wide receiver threes is not going to get it done. That that is the big hole, right? It is, is that there's no dominant alpha wide receiver. I mean, their backfield. I mean, James Robinson was good for a year. Mm-hmm. Correct. I still think he's very good. Is he very good? I think I think he's very good. New, I don't wanna, new I don't coach. Say, Wait, is very good better worse than great? Yes. Well, yeah, I would say whatever a, tut, a step above good is. is he, yeah, that's kind of where I, I'm here. I'm like, I don't know. So he's is top, he middle good? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. That he's doesn't sound right. Medium size. He's good. top half of the league. Yes. He's not top ten. No. He's somewhere between twelve and eighteen. And also, Travis Etienne. Are we not talking about Etienne? We don't even know what he is yet. Good. I, very good. 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 How do we know? Because he was good, good in college. Yeah, so was Tim Tebow. Mm, I don't know, man. Very like, different. It, how? I truly they think play Travis positions. Etienne, <laughs> I oh, really yeah, think Travis okay. Etienne is one of the <laughs> best college running backs I've ever seen. Like, I think he is. When you have that difference maker, like it seems to translate. He's gonna. It's not like it's not like a Tebow because those quarterbacks miss all the time. Whenever you kind of feel this strong about a running back, like you, when you had like. Ta- like Taylor and Swift in the last couple of years, or Chubb in his class, or the guys who feel like that real runaway, like really good guy. Him and Najee were that in that class. It just seems to work out. I believe in the talent. Is like my long winded way of saying that. Yeah, I. It's gonna be interesting because I don't know how much he's gonna play. Like they do like James Robinson, and it looks like James Robinson's gonna be ready for Week One, but. I I still really like the value that the athleticism and the. The wrinkle that Etienne brings that off. I could see t- them running two running back sets with oh, splitting yeah, Etienne out right well, wide with, with the, Robinson still in the bo- in the box, I should say. So I, I, it does worry me that they're playing the AFC West. Like I don't think they win a single game against the AFC West. That is a tough one. Like that's that's tough. They would probably they realistically need to take three games from the a- or from the NFC East. So they need to beat one of the Cowboys and the Eagles on top of the Giants and the Commanders. So that's really where it gets tough, but they could also sweep. Instead of doing that, they could sweep the Texans. They could split with with Indy or Tennessee. Like there are games in there that can be won, but it sounds like you're taking the under. Can I be a grump also and say I'm not 100 percent sold on Trevor Lawrence? Boo! Boo! I, that's your is that your Urban Meyer talking? Is that your Ohio State talking? No, of course not. Are no, you sure? No, I mean. Nothing he did last year told me or showed me that he was, like, the guy. Nothing. His, he had more picks than touchdowns last year. And you could say whatever you want. He, they were in turmoil. The coach was bad. The coach was a meanie. Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> At the end of the day, he has the ball in his hand. He has to make football plays. And he didn't make enough football plays to have more touchdowns than giving the ball away to the other team. You see, I'm the total opposite. I think Urban Meyer was such a detriment to that team that I think just without him, I think they're going to be a significantly better team. Players play, ballers ball. Trevor Lawrence is not a baller that we've seen. If we could take this podcast equipment and go 20 years ago to the, the, the the start of the second season of Peyton Manning's career, we'd be saying the same thing. What a comparison. If Trevor Lawrence turns out to be Peyton Manning in 20 years from now, I will I will buy you something really fancy and nice. <laughs> How many no, no, Peyton no, no, Mannings nice. have there been? We're going to be so rich. We're going to be old. It's How be many Peyton Mannings have there been? There's only been one. There's not been a whole lot of Trevor Lawrence's coming out of college, though, if we're going to play that yeah. card. I, I think I'm in between the two of you on this. I, I, I'm not, I don't think he's terrible. I, I'm, I don't think he's still going to be I don't think he's terrible at all. Status. But we don't have not seen anything that makes him seem special, great, good or anything. We have not seen anything of the kind yet. I feel like his I feel like all offseason I saw all these like Twitter gurus saying like, "Oh, look, this actually wasn't that bad." Like, "Oh, this receiver ran the wrong route." It didn't look it's like, "Okay, I always feel like you're really trying to stretch it like how much does this agent pay you to tweet this out?" But I, I I'm not totally against JB's thought process of I think Urban Meyer really did stun him. Baller's ball, you can say that. Your rookie year, you need stability at that coaching position. You need to feel like you're in a good spot. And if that whole locker room was off last year because of Urban, 
that I think definitely plays into it. I don't know how much it's like, oh, is that is that winning game? How many games does that translate to? How many interceptions? But I think that it mattered in his development. This is the most decisive we've been on a team, and it's the Jags, and I find that <laughs> hilarious. It's true. It's true. But yeah, all right. So we have two overs. I'm just like, since under. we started doing this, like this is the most decisive we've been on a team, like since we got back into it. Yeah, I, I like it. Bring the heat here. We were we were all a little tired. We all had some big work weeks. Let's let's, let's get the let's get the fighting energy this, up. This feels like a. a Case bet. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm thirsty for blood after JB burned me with Devontae Smith. Over, under? Well, I don't want it to be stats-based because stats can no, get No, we'll padded. just take this line. Six and a half. I'm oh, saying I over, love you're that. saying under. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, great. Under six and a half? Yes. Are we doing a case or just a six-pack? What do you want? We're adults. <laughs> case yeah. of beer. All right. Well, we do six-packs on the other podcast, well, mainly because we make a lot more bets on that. Probably. We do. We do. Write it down. Put it down. I'm gonna. This whiteboard is gonna turn into uh, our six pack in case tracker. This is gonna be the easiest money I ever made. You said that about Devonta <laughs> Smith last year. <laughs> he did. It's funny. The second easiest money I ever made. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the lowest total in this division here, the Houston Texans. This is the the RTR minus one ten. This is as even as, as you can get. The win total is four and a half. Sounds like Vegas is not a believer in Davis Mills, JB. What's the strength of schedule say? Are you going to make really me pull, put up my phone and everything? Wait, like, I, we just had heavy debates. I'm JB's coming back to prepared. you for this for every one, so just leave it open. <laughs> just like I have the last Texans two episodes are, we've done this. The Texans are 28th in strength schedule, so they have a relatively tough strength schedule this year. Relatively. That's a top five tough. And that is. That's scary. Okay, first glance, I have them winning one game, and that's a <laughs> and that's a maybe game. They steal one against the Jags. Two forty. I went. Go through their schedule. Tell me one you think they win. I'll I'll wait. Maybe they beat the Bears. Okay, two. No, wins. I say the, the Bears week three. Maybe they beat the Bears. I mean, they have the AFC East again, or the the NFC East. So like, Giants are much better than them. No, Commanders not. are much. They're much a better little than bit better. Davis than Mills is call it. better than Daniel Jones. I'm not ready to a say that. Thousand times. That's a good battle <laughs> of the necks right there. Two <laughs> big is. necks. Those fucking giraffes yeah, going I'm, at it. I'm I'm not super so, like far off on that at this point. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Cleveland, but Deshaun Watson will be back by then. We haven't talked about that yet. They do have a fucking tough schedule, man. Yeah, oh, no, man. I think this just feels like a real big reset year. They had like a really, they got now they have all the picks. <laughs> they like they got all the picks. They had a pretty solid draft this year. This just seems like all right, all right, quarterback time. Like, let's see what happens when we get a Stroud or a Young. What did they do in the draft this year? They got Derek Stingley, who yep. was one of the arguably the top. Oh quarter, yeah, and, and they got Kenyon Green, who was arguably the top guard. So they, they also got John Mechie, who has leukemia, and will not that play one, this That season. hurts. That, that was Mechie has leukemia from you, Alabama. You didn't yeah. hear about that? No, yeah. he yeah. announced that probably he's gonna a month miss ago. The season. Yeah. Oh my god! They, they said luckily they caught it early, but he's definitely out for the season. He looks wow. forward to playing again in 2024. That's awful. 2023. Uh, wow. Yeah, they also added in Damian Pierce, the running back. Does who showed good, very well in preseason much, week one. How much is that really going to benefit? Well, he asked what they did in the back. draft. I'm telling him what they did in the draft. And that is true. So, yeah, they drafted that guy. They have Arian Foster. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, Arian yeah, Andre Foster. Johnson's pretty good, too, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, this is an under for me, I think. Ooh. like I really think this. they're going to have the first pick. They're very much in the running for one of these top quarterbacks. I, just, I think that was the plan all along. I just talked about how I was like, oh, I think they're going to take a step forward this year. But you're right. This is a brutal. It's a brutal schedule. Brutal they don't have schedule. like they don't have that really like elite upside players like the Jags have with Lawrence or Etienne. Like they are really just like we had a good draft. We're in the first couple steps of a rebuild, and we might have a shot at a good quarterback early in this. Like so, who is the best player on their roster? Laramie Tunzel? Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, he's a good tackle. He's a really oh, good tackle. Oh, shucks. Uh, How about their be- their best uh, offensive skill player? Oh. Cooks. Uh, oh, yeah, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is good. Brandon Cooks is, good. Brandon Brandon Cooks is like a 71 in Madden. That's your best player? That's, he's not that's a 71. Mean. That's rude. That's rude that you even said. Also, new, new Madden's not bad. New Madden's not bad. I stayed away from it for the last Did two years. Did you play it? I, I got the free trial of it. You know the last time I played Madden? When? 
Uh, it was the year 2007, I think, was the McNabb cover year. When you they haven't had, played in that long? No, listen, listen, listen. And they had the QB vision. Yeah, You could move yeah, the, the right stick. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The year after that, 2008, was the, I think it was the, the Larry Fitz and Paul Amalu dual cover. Okay. That was the last one I played. <laughs> and it's that one sucked, and they've all sucked since then. I mean, they've all, they're all pretty much exactly the same. Right. This one is a, at least a little bit different. They changed some of the passing mechanics, so like... It's a little more like realistic. Every time you throw a ball, it's a pick. It's like I swear yeah. to God, if we're mad, every every pass, guy's wide open. That's what I. So the the one thing that they got worse on was like I feel like a lot more tip balls. Like oh, they break the ball up and there's like three guys juggling that. It's like okay, this never happens. Like I'm holding out for game. NCAA 2024. Can't wait for NCAA. Oh my God, it's gonna come out like next year. Uh, yeah, early next year they said right. Like, which I'm confused as to like why would you send it out like in February? But fuck, do I know? Yeah, this this sucks because I, I I was really looking forward to Davis Mills taking like a step here, but it just seems like he's going to be out of a job because, like you guys said, I, this is probably the hardest schedule we've talked about yet. Yeah, and, I I don't want to say Davis Mills is even bad. I just think I don't think he he's just probably going to fall on that like if he's your backup, you're static. Yeah. If like if he is your starter, you're kind of nervous. You're not going to win more than like six games. It's also it's like the Jacoby Brissett thing. Like you're pumped to have Jacoby Brissett as your backup, but I was, when you have to start him, it's like eh, I don't know. I was very excited for John Mechie in this offense because I thought that he could be a legit like what we're thinking Alec Pierce is going to do in Indianapolis. I think that Mechie could have done that this year, so I'm very disappointed. I think that really hurts Davis Mills because Nico Collins is now the starter on the other side from Brandon Cooks, and I'm not sold on Nico Collins. Big size, speed freak. Big guy from Michigan. Yep. yep. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Not Michigan State, right? Michigan, yes. So, yeah. Not super sold on him. He really hasn't progressed like people were hoping he would when they drafted him in like the He second. was a raw product. Was he, he a second round pick? Uh, I think he was a third round. Yeah, he was a high round pick. I have two questions. One, going back to Indy. Uh, is T.Y. Hilton still a thing? Nope. No, he's free a free agent. agent. Oh, good. He stinks. He's on my do not draft list forever. <laughs> And uh, second question, is Davis Mills the 32nd best starter in the NFL? It, it would probably be closer to like 29. I could probably like. Yeah. Who is worse? Geno Smith or Drew Locke? No yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Drew Locke is so much better than no. him. Daniel Jones I, I, is worse. No, Brian. Yes, yes, you don't yes, mean yes, that. Yes. I, I also want to say no, but I, I want to say it's closer than I'm willing to admit. Jacoby <laughs> Brissett technically is the starter for Rather have Mills. Than Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Jameis Winston? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's real. That is <laughs> blasphemer. Just, I don't want to say it's blasphemy, but... Mitch Trubisky? Just kidding. Now I'm just... Yeah, now you're just being I'll rude. I'll take all three of our quarterbacks over <laughs> Davis Mills. Easy there. Yeah, easy there. All three. Even easy. the M. In, yeah, we don't say the M word on this podcast. Mitch? We don't say Mitch. <laughs> Justin Even Fields. the reindeer. I take him over <laughs> Davis Mills. Is, yeah. Uh, Jared Goff. Absolutely better. Jared Goff is way better. Jared Justin Goff, Fields. I think, is a, Jared Goff is kind of. I think became a little bit of a punching bag. Like that's true for no good reason. He went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think he's better than Zach Wilson. There's a lot of question marks out he, there. He's just the guy. It's like you know the ceiling. He's not going to get you to above. He's not taking you to another Super Bowl. But he's not bad. He's not a bad quarterback. Yeah, the Lions are gonna, are just like the Texans this year. Just please give us the first overall pick so we can move on. Under for everybody here? Gotta yeah, be. under. Ugh, gotta I, be. I want to be the the outstanding guy here and take the over, but I, that schedule just does not scream five wins to Horrible me. Horrible schedule. It just does not. Brutal. All right, that's the AFC South. Let's round out the AFC South here with our division winners. Oh, come on. Don't load on me. Who do you think you are? Oh, my God. It's showing me week one lines for college football. <laughs> Uh-oh. Stop the podcast. We've got to talk about it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Division winners for the N, or sorry, AFC South are as follows. The Colts, minus 125. It's not terrible. The Tennessee Titans, plus 170. The Jacksonville Jaguars, plus 750. And the Houston Texans, plus 2,500. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I'm picking the Colts, even though I like Titans plus 170. I think it's pretty solid value. Yeah. Like, the, for the team that was the number one seed last year, and just to win their division, plus 170 is good, but I'm really in on the Colts. <laughs> yeah, the Colts are smart. Honestly, I kind of like the Jags at plus 750 if we're just talking pure value. 
I mean, ten, all right, now now you're really eating that pie in the sky. Well, let's be honest here. The, the I don't think the Titans are going to be good this year. I think the Titans. I think the Titans under is is easy. I I think that they're really going to struggle this year. A lot of young pieces. The Jags could easily finish at you know second in this division, and they clearly are the kryptonite for the Colts. Yep. So value, I would never actually say them as my pick, but value wise, I like the Jags, but I'm going to take the Colts to win the division. I'm taking the Colts. I'm not betting them straight up. I will be betting them in a parlay with other division winners. I like that. I love doing that. Do one of those every year. Very fun. Colts, Colts, Colts. Sorry, writing that down. Write it down. Down. All right. The NFC South. Oh, boy. Let's start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their total is a minus 110, which is always nice. 11 and a half. We went from four and a half wins in Houston to 11 and a half. So Tampa has the seventh easiest strength of schedule this year. Of course. Fuck you, Tom Brady. Fuck you. With that being said, I think I'm betting the under. Oh, really? I think there's just a lot of moving parts this year. Like, I still think the defense is really good. I think it's a very deep defense. But now this is their, excuse me, their edge, who is supposed to be replacing JPP. And oh, I can't remember his name. It's the hyphenated name. He added it after the draft and threw me all off. Is it? Uh, uh, it's Tyrion something. Tyrion Shonikwa. Shonikwa. Yeah, something I, like that. I can't remember it. I'm. So, I can't remember how to pronounce it. But this is like a, a make or break year. Like this is you're the guy. Let's see how it works. I don't know enough about him to like have one lean one way or another. Where I think that's going to work out or not. But it's still a solid defense. It's like long winded way of saying that. Just all like the turn around with Godwin missing time and Julio being a new thing and say so it was Russell Gage and missing a. Is Russell Gage healthy? Is he? I, I I'm not 100 sure. I on thought the fact. he was like drastically. But they injured, but. have now lost two centers for significant time. They I think they lost a guard, if I'm correct. So well, they lost. Didn't they lose two centers now? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so. right. They lost Jensen and the backup, and they lost a guard. So. They're starting to get a little banged up on that offensive line, so just seems like a lot of moving parts. I still think they're going to win the division. I still think they're getting to double-digit wins, but getting to 12 is going to be asking a lot for a team who is dealing with its own little injury bug right now. Charlie, what say you, buddy? Their schedule is so damn easy. Like, so, so, so easy. If they don't get 12 wins, then... Brady misses time. Like, that's it. I, I have to take the over. Is it that bad? I want you to look at it. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. What what are the games that you think they lose? I think they'll split with the Saints because they... They always seem to. Right. They'll split with the Saints. They... I mean, the Packers and the Chiefs both could beat them, so I gave them a split between that those two back-to-back. So that's two losses. They're that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. Maybe the Rams beat them. Maybe, but it's a, it's a home game. Rams come to Tampa, so you got to give the nut the edge to Tampa. Uh, they go to the to San Francisco. Maybe depends on how San Francisco is looking at right. That point of the season. Tom Brady's home. That's basically a home game. For to Tom Brady. Arizona on, for a, a Christmas Christmas Day night game. So at the most they have five losses, which is twelve and five. Mm. But I think it's going to be less than that. Yeah, I mean, so they have the whole NFC North, or sorry, AFC North. So you like to think that the Ravens are probably the Ravens and the Bengals should give them good fights, but and then the Steelers should give them a good fight. They play in Heinz Field. Nope, they play at Acushire. No, Brian, <laughs> the field is still Heinz Field. The stadium is Acushire. Is that true? But. The, yeah, if you ask me, it is, <laughs> brother. <laughs> they come to town. They come to town. Yeah, the saddest thing, we were going to the Billy Joel concert the other day, and it was my like first time driving like down the parkway, and they had taped over the Heinz Field uh, exit sign, and it says Acrisure over it, and I died a little inside. What's so, up, Acrisure Stadium? The sure, yeah. the sure on the shore. I'm taking the over here. You're right. I'm look. I mean... They, and it's plus money right now. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's minus 120. I wrote down minus 125 for the under, so I would imagine it was plus. Plus 105. Oh, wow. It was, it was 
minus one ten earlier. I like the change. Yeah, parlay that with the Colts. Yeah, two overs. That I think that's that's easy. Are we worried about Tom Brady? Did you, hold on. First of all, did we see the Antonio Brown tweet? I saw the Antonio Brown interview on TMZ. Not interview. Some TMZ reporter like did their thing, like ran uh-huh. up on him with a camera. It was the most hilarious Antonio soundbite I've heard in a very long time. Like I can't remember exactly what he said, but I just remember the last thing he said. I was abs- like, I had to. I almost felt like I had to pull over driving because I was <laughs> laughing too hard about it. Wait, was this the like? The I don't regret calling. No, my... not that one. Oh, he had okay. another great sound bite. I just can't remember what it was right now. Well, because then he tweeted the other day, like, "Oh, so Brady can miss time, and he's not the he's not the problem." Yeah, he's on his yeah. Twitter game again, and, and it's like, well, yeah, no, he he's not the problem because he's not a cancer in a locker room. Like, oh boy. I'm oh, I remember what he said. He's literally just going like, tell the Cowboys to call me, and then like, oh yeah, he said, tell th- Jerry Jones to call yeah, me. tell Jerry Jones to call me, and he's like, oh, so. Would you go to the Cowboys? He goes, maybe. <laughs> and then at the end of it, he goes, and she asked about Tom Brady. It's like, tell Tom I said hi and tell him I'm still open right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, this man's hilarious. I can't say it. This man's funny. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's more sad at this point, I think. But I'm taking the over for this, looping back around to, to reality. I, I think that this schedule is way, way, way too easy. I, You're right. I see them maybe losing against the Rams. And that's the thing you say, maybe losing against the Rams. Maybe. Maybe losing against the Chiefs. Right. Maybe losing against the Packers. Like, maybe losing against the Ravens. Like, like it's it's a tough 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 uh tough time to be a Brady hater. Although I like to think that I'm planning on being in attendance for the for the Brady game in Pittsburgh. So I think I'm definitely mm. tr- yeah, you're you're trying to scheme. Are you buying? No. If you're buying, I'm flying. I'd- if you buy the tickets, I'll drive you down there. <laughs> Sick. That's Moving how it wor- on. That's how it works. Let's figure that out later. Uh the Saints go marching in. Got them. At eight and a half. For the total here. Plus money. Plus 105 for the over for the Saints. Sounds like we have some Jameis Winston believers in the chat here. Uh, is that the case? Or am I the only one that's like, wait, Jameis might suck? Yes. You, you- I am I feel like I'm now in the middle. It's like, I don't think Jameis is going to absolutely suck, but I also don't think he's going to be very good. You're all in on, on Jameis Winston? I, w- I wouldn't go that far. All in is pretty crazy. But I do think that he... I mean, he has always been talented. No. Your silence is deafening, brother. <laughs> You're on the brother today. Brother. I, he, he was talented in college. I think he was turnover prone in college. I think he was turnover prone at, in, in Tampa Bay. Okay. And I think he's turnover prone now. I think he's got great arm strength. I don't think he's the most cerebral quarterback that is in the NFL today. So... I think he is. He has plus. He's he's the worst of Brett Favre, with some of the good stuff too. That's the weirdest comp I've ever heard for Jameis Winston. But like, right? He's he's gonna make his turnovers. He's gonna throw four picks in the game, and he's gonna throw four touchdowns in the next one. He's gonna eat like, a W. And so, ugh. I am the Saints have apparently the seventh, or, or excuse me, the eighth easiest schedule on this list. But I can't. And I looked at the schedule. I don't think I can name you five or six games that are, like, easy wins. So let's look at it. Their schedule is tough. Yeah. I, I This is a tough schedule. I mean, obviously they have their divisional opponents. So they're going to lose twice to the – well, we said they'll split. They'll split with the uh, Buccaneers. They'll probably split with the AFC North. So that's two losses there. There's think? a stretch of eight games where I don't think they win a single one. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, literally. Goes, Starting October go 16th with the Bengals. Bengals, see ya. Cardinals, see ya. Raiders, Ravens, come to Pittsburgh. Rams, Niners, Bucks. Eight consecutive games I don't think they win. And then before that, they have the Vikings on top of a quick Seahawks break before that. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I just... I don't think the Saints are a super good team. They're not a bad team, which is why I think they'll probably go somewhere around 7-10 and 10 because they have good players and a good solid base, but there's nothing on that team that screams, like, we're going to compete. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. Unless Michael Thomas goes back to, like, his offensive rookie or offensive player of the year thing. But I don't, I'm not even sure if the Saints were that great whenever he won that award. I don't think they were playing 
that phenomenally. He was just eating up all the targets he can get. What's the defensive evaluation on this team? It's, Cam Jordan. It's Tyron okay. Matthew. It's oh, okay. true. What's up? You got Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Yeah, you have Honey Badger. You have Marcus Lattimore. You have Cam Jordan, who is probably... Marshawn Lattimore. What did I say? Marcus. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he was Marshawn. the fizzled out South Carolina running back. <laughs> oh, he was going to be good. <laughs> so, yeah, it has solid pieces, but it just doesn't feel as like full as it once was. They went through cap room hell and had to cut a bunch of people, and... They lost Tron Armstead too, and that on the offensive line, it just doesn't seem as full of a team, which makes me think nine games is a bit of a stretch. No Sean Payton, no Sean Payton, brand new head coach, good call there. Totally new. New. You uh, lost one of the top five, probably top five best coaches in the game. There's a lot of history. Let's say top five within recent within the last couple of years, yeah. like decades. Yeah. At when he was in the league, he was a top five coach that was in the league. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Interesting that they kept the offensive coordinator on staff. So they promoted Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, to head coach. Kept on Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator. And then promoted a defensive coordinator or a defensive back coach to defensive coordinator. So the, even though it's new, it's not new. Yeah, I'm taking the under here. I just think that, that nothing here excites me. I don't feel good about any piece of this team. I don't feel good about the defense. I don't feel good about the quarterback. I guess I feel good about the running back as long as he doesn't get suspended. So then I really don't feel good about him, actually. Oh, yeah. So it seems like that's going to be pushed. I think the court did got pushed to, like, end of the season. Oh, good for but, him. But, yeah, must be nice. So it's hopefully Michael Thomas can come back. And But I'm not betting on that. I'm not betting on Alave either. I, I think Alave could be rookie of the year. But Watch it. I like I like Olave a lot. <laughs> I was gonna say, I just, yeah, we're, no, we're, just, you're we, talking to two Olave guys. Where Olave stands in this house, I just, my but, ears go up, my hair starts standing up. Yeah, whenever you start yeah. talking about Buckeyes, he's like he's like cat starts like, hissing. They got to protect his territory. Watch what you, you, you see, Brian put offensive rookie of the year for Olave. Oh yeah, I, I actually made that bet. Did you? I did. I made that bet. I found the best thoughts on Pickett. I'm watching you. We'll talk about Pickett later because I forgot to earlier. Yeah, under for me. Under for me. Under for JB. Yes. Under. Yeah, under. Under. Feel the under. Too, cool. Too many tough games. Lightning and the under. Oh boy, the Panthers have a six and a half win total at plus one hundred five to hit the over. Panthers have the fourteenth uh, easiest strength schedule, so middle of the road, right down the middle, almost right down the middle. Uh, I I ugh. I like the over. Uh, I think I like the over mainly because it's plus money. Because I still like the weapons they have. Christian McCaffrey, I think, if he's healthy, he's a game changer. Mm-hmm. I love DJ Moore as a receiver. Uh, I think they got another tackle, which I think they desperately needed. Now they have two, both the tackle slots on that offensive line solidified, and I think that's a good step. I think Baker's a little bit, has turned a little bit into a punching bag. Like I would agree with that. I think the defense is still very young and very talented. They keep throwing first round picks and like early second round picks at it. I'm a, I like this team. It's it feels like just I feel like the only thing holding it back is just that elite quarterback play. And with this bet, you're not asking for elite quarterback play. You're asking for seven games. So is Baker? I think that leaves the question. I think they won four games last year. Does Baker add three wins? They won five games last year. Oh, th- excuse me. So does Baker add two wins? I think two wins I think is reasonable. So I think I'm going to go with the over here. You know what really scares me about this team? Listening. Head coach Matt Rule. Yeah, I was literally about to say that. I'm not a Matt Rule guy. I just don't think he's the guy. How about this? More like Matt Drool. <laughs> <laughs> Got, Got him. Yeah, I think that Matt – so I would say this all the time. If college coaches weren't college coaches, most of them would be used car salesmen. They they give me that vibe where it's like I don't I can't trust you as far as I can throw you. I always had that feel with Matt Rule. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the fact that he like he had that interview with like mustard all over his shirt, whatever. He just looks like a slob, and I don't think I trust him. Yeah, you know who I do trust? Andy Reid. He's really polished and buttoned up. He looks great in a Hawaiian shirt, though. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that that, and now. Can you name me the new offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers? No. JB should. Former Giants head coach. 
No way. Ben McAdoo. No way McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. I might change my answer. No. no. (laughs) That was such a bad experience for you. You're going to change your answer. No. I think McAdoo kind of, like, McAdoo wasn't the guy, but I think he also kind of turned into a little bit of a punching bag. Just like, eh, he's bad, but is he that bad? Like... So that strength of schedule, let's really look at what we're actually playing with. Mainly because he was like, let's trade Odell, and everybody gave him crap, and it was like, eh, maybe it was a good idea. <laughs> so they've got a, they got a, their first three games aren't terrible. Week one, you know it's the rematch with the Browns. Now no Deshaun Watson, so that very well could be a W. The Ben McAdoo revenge game, week two, let's remember we write that down when we do these uh, in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And then the Saints, Cardinals against Harder after that. There's a stretch there. Cardinals, Niners, Rams, Bucks, that they probably go 0 and 4. And that's probably where Matt Rule gets fired, I hope. I'm looking at this and I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the under. There's a lot of really good teams on this schedule and I do not as much as I want to see Baker do well because I wanted to root for Baker and then he got drafted to Cleveland. There's just something about this team that I feel like is cursed. So I'm going to take the under here, even though the over's plus money. JB, what's your official pick? I'm picking the over. Oh, you're uh, picking the over? Okay. I didn't know yeah. if you were... Fit- you said you were going to change your pl- answer, so... No, that was a joke. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't have blamed you. Yeah, se- seven seems reasonable. Again, it's kind of gives... It's what I said Baker was the issue with when bringing him in. Baker gets you out of contention for a good quarterback without making you playoff viables, and that sounds like seven to ten to me. That's fair. Charlie, what's it you, brother? Definitely under. Definitely, Definitely under. under. Yeah. Hate to see it. Although, like you like you said, I like, I want to like Baker Mayfield now that he's not in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. If he would have went to any other team, he'd be like one of my favorite quarterbacks I know. in the league. Me too. But he had to go to the Brownies. But I really, this is going to sound weird, I really like him in that Carolina blue. Oh, it looks very nice. It looks, it looks, it looks it like does, natural it does, on it him. It does. Yes, it he does. He was born to wear Carolina blue. Which is funny because he wore red at Oklahoma. Like, this is his first it, time. It never fit blue. with me. The red never fit, and yeah. the Browns uniforms are the worst I've ever seen. They are, they are terrible. So, I think he's gonna be he's gonna feel be feeling someone good, who, playing someone good. Someone who, yeah. as someone who's orange is their favorite color, I hate orange as That's a uniform. You? Yes, I like orange is my favorite color. On purpose? I think it's super weird as a uniform. I think <laughs> it's a weird color for like it's the same thing for me. Like orange is my favorite color. You'll never catch me dead wearing orange. Then it looks weird wearing as a, as a article of clothing. <laughs> I can't wait till you get older. <laughs> and you grow up out of liking the color orange. What do you mean? It's a yeah, nice color. That's you grow up. It's a orange nice is, color. It's the color of a sunset. Orange is awesome to wear from October 1st to October 31st. No, you orange don't is wear great. orange. I'm, that's what I'm orange saying. Orange is great you to wear when you're hunting. You don't wear orange. That's the only Except time I would that. That's the ever only wear. time It doesn't count as orange. I would not ever wear orange. I don't think I, I own an orange anything. How can you... Ooh, you're, oh, I'm getting triggered. How can you have a favorite color? And you're like, yeah, but I would never wear Do you know that how many color. colors there are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I like orange. And you chose that one. Seriously. You didn't have a favorite color growing oh, up? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. stuck with your life? Are can you going to paint a room orange? No. Are you going to buy an orange car? Maybe. I let like me it. defend. An orange car looks nice. I'll let give me you defend. <laughs> it looks like a freaking... Ultra nostalgia, Frank Ocean. Look at the cover art. Oh I will say this. Bengals orange? Their uniforms are clean. Yeah, but it's paired with black, and well, when you pair any color with black, it's a good color scheme. Also, Texas Longhorns burnt orange is a very nice orange. Uh, I'm with you on the Bengals. The burnt orange looks like they. It just, just seems like, so st- as such a staple of Texas that I accept it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's okay. It looks like they did something like it looks like brown mustard, and I don't really love nah. that. Like, I just I, I I'm struggling. It's like it's your favorite color, but where are you using your favorite color? Like. Just when I look at it, when I, when I'm in when I'm in a construction zone, I'm like, look at these cones. <laughs> these are nice cones. JB just driving construction zone. Like, oh, this is heaven. Yeah, this when is I a- die, I'm gonna sit in traffic in a fucking <laughs> construction zone. Speaking of under construction, the Atlanta Falcons are in real trouble, boys. Thank look you for getting us out of that. Guy. Thank I you for know. getting us out of that. I, didn't know how I wasn't sure how. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be an endless cycle. We were just. I, I'm still just. My mind is in a pretzel over the fact that orange is your favorite color. Uh, yeah, so they're totally. I can't believe I was getting that much crap for oh a favorite God. color. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, four and a half is the total right now. The uh, money line for the over is minus one ten. So it's another pretty much even money get for you. There's a lot of questions going on right now. Drake London is uh, 
actually a little banged up already, which is not good. They said it was his knee. We're scared about that. It seems like it's nothing super-duper serious, but you're already starting that trend and you've yet to play. That's a big red flag for me. I think the Falcons are exactly what I said with the Texans. They're just... This is a total reset year, and they are going to just hit the button on a new quarterback and see if that fixes it. But the only difference is that new quarterback would be getting Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Calvin Ridley back, which is a an interesting flip around. So with that in mind, I think this is just a total reset year to try to get a, co- a good quarterback next year. Will you be a doll and share their strength of schedule? I can do that for you. I should actually talk into the mic because like I've done this for years. Kids these days. Falcons have the 23rd hardest strength schedule. So, so a little more on the, on the harder easy. side. Oh, this is very confusing. That's why I always say it. I know. So one is easy, 32 is hard? Yes. Okay. Which doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, yeah, I. so obviously you've got Mariota here. I don't, well, again, I don't think he's a bad – same with Mills. I don't think he's a – a relatively bad quarterback, but I don't think he's a relatively good quarterback either. I think I want to take the over. <gasps> My pearls. I Why? do. I think they can win. It's only five games. I think they have five games in them. I, I think... don't think they have, like, they have, I think, two, like, players who I would consider above, like, like, I would consider really three players who, who are either good or better on that team. With Kyle Pitts, AJ Terrell, and the tackle who I'm blanking on the name right, or the D tackle I'm blanking on the name right now. How do you think they get over five games? I think they could split with uh, Carolina. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. That's one. Okay, I think they could split with New Orleans. I would agree with that. Okay, I, I think I would disagree with that. Divisional Wait. matchups, you never know. I do. I'll give yeah. you that. But I'm saying they could. They could. They could beat the Seahawks. They should beat the Seahawks. Okay, that's that's already three wins. Okay. They could beat the uh, Bears. Okay. Could. They are getting the Browns before, during the Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, I wasn't even counting that as a possible win, but yet maybe. I mean, no, yeah, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, sure. They could beat Washington. They could? They'll hang with Washington. Yeah. I think Washington's a little bit of a better team. and. Th- Right, but I'm saying they could. Yeah. It's a winnable game. Winnable. It's an, it's I'll, not, call, I'll call it winnable. Not an obvious loss like the rest of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then, week 18, they play the Buccaneers, who I think are going to be like 15-2. and two. This is the Charlie special. You sneak it in. They're going to get five wins in week 18 because Tom's going to sit and they're going to start, what's his name, Kyle Trask. Oh, my God. I think Mariota is better than Kyle Trask. Well, there you go. There's your five wins and the over. Okay. Uh, Put it down. The I'll tell you what really is doing it for me right now is that the fact that they have a Deshaun Watsonless Browns. That's kind of leaning my my way here. I think they still lose to a Deshaunless Browns. So you're taking the under. I openly said I was taking the under. I only especially at plus a hundred. That's a little bit extra, little double. Can, little double. Can I paint a picture? Please. I love when you paint pictures. Paint a picture, you're okay? Deshaun Watson's not there. First, let's say, for the sake of argument, he's not there. Okay. Kareem Hunt, is he going to hold out? I don't think so. He was already practicing this week again, so was I he? doubt it. Either way, the Browns are one. I'm not wishing this on anybody. They are one Amari Cooper injury away from being a horrific wide receiver room. They are, but they are truly really with the, Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback to try to lead this team to victory. But they are truly true. one of the teams in the NFL that can dress in a bad situation, rely heavily on their running games with the two running backs and win games off that. How yeah. did that work out last year? They won games. They did make did the they? playoffs. They did make the playoffs. But oh wait, was that last no, year? No, no that not was last year. But I, they still won games. They did, but with a Baker injury, Mayfield with a basically limping out Baker. <laughs> I think I think you're you're on the right track. I think the Amari Cooper thing is something to bring up, especially because he's known to have injuries. There's a lot of injuries to be had in that career. But yeah. That, that I, I agree. There's it's not a sexy Browns team without when Deshaun's not there. So there there's not much to get excited about. I don't about. think they're that exciting even with him. 
I mean, he looked terrible. Did you see his week one? Like his first pass was like airmailed by like twenty yards over their head. Like I don't care what your job is. If I told you, Brian, you cannot go to work for two years, and then you have to come back on a random Saturday, yeah. and start doing your job again, mm-hmm. you're not going to be good at it again for weeks. That's fair. And I'd be pissed. I had to work on a Saturday. We, I just picked the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> they always work on weekends. But think about it. It's yeah. It's, he's not going to jump right back in. You're right. Even though he's been practicing stuff like that, game it's not game even close to the same so thing. different. It's so different. All right. So Charlie and I are on the over for the Falcons. JB's on the under. Let's wrap up this. I feel like there's a lot of different, like differing, different opinions this week. The, I wish I could talk on a podcast. The AFC South or the or the Souths have definitely got us here. So let's look at the NFC South. Surprise, surprise, the Buccaneers are minus 270 to win this division. Seems like not like <laughs> not steep enough odds. <laughs> I, seriously. Uh, the Saints are plus 310 in second place. The Carol- Carolina Panthers are plus 1,000. Oh, Christ. What's Atlanta? Plus 2,800. Jeez. Yeah, give me the bucks. Yeah, this I is the, guess. There's no – the value is just not there. Yeah. Nobody else is winning this division. Add it in your parlay. Yeah, yeah that, that's that, a good one. That's a, yeah, that, that's a really really good one. That's one's like at least I'll at least I'll be safe with the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, famous last words. All right, that's the South. Much, South. Much nicer than what they tell us they are. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at Jeppets Gamble. We're doing still doing the YouTube stuff. The YouTube stuff is going great. The picks are hot as heck. So go rate, review, subscribe, like, turn on the bell, all that stupid shit that they tell you to do on the internet. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Check out Pickett. We didn't give Pickett a shout-out at the start of the episode. Pickett is a fantastic app if you're gambling. It syncs all your all your gambling apps together in one spot, so you can find the best odds. If FanDuel has the Bears at minus 3 instead of minus 3.5, everybody else does, it'll tell you, and you can go in and get the better odds. Use promo code JETBETS when you sign up. There's a link in our Twitter bio that is that will automatically set that up. You will get cash money to sign up with Pickett cash dollars in your venmo account so maybe not actually cash but digital dollars will be in your venmo account so go check out Pickett, p-i-k-k-i-t use promo code JetBets, and we'll see you guys next week to wrap up the uh over-unders here we've saved the west for last so we will do those then nice okay love you guys let's go win some fucking money i almost forgot okay bye